1: Celtics last night, tough one on the road and joining us on the AT&T Hotline. The guy who made it was some big – Ma- he made the big – what's that? It was their Allen. Over 100. They get big Max for scoring over 100. Big Max for everyone this morning, Ray. Mutton Lou, how are you?
2: <laughs> I'm good. How are you guys
1: doing? We're doing good. Was last night uh, a night you saw coming, Ray, in terms of the overtime game Sunday and Tuesday and having to go on the road against Philly?
2: Well, uh, when you you play the game the way we played it uh, against Houston, in the back of my mind, the one thing I thought about was uh, the next night, you know, because we pushed overtime. We were sitting there talking in the locker room. We could have been doing what we were doing in the locker room like 30 minutes earlier because it does affect us going the next day. But, hey, everybody does it, and there's no excuses for it.
0: Well, that's what I was thinking. I mean, it's not just you guys. A lot of people talk about the age, but with the condensed schedule, I'm sure a lot of teams go through the very similar thing. That's what makes it tough with Doc, limiting your minutes, maybe on a night like last night.
2: Yeah, um, it's it's tough because I want to be out there on the floor. Um, you're you're playing against teams that are going through the same things as you're going through, and there's nothing you can do about it except for try to stay ahead of the curve. So when you have days where you can rest, and days where you can get a little uh, extra weight lifting in and extra running, in, you got to take advantage of those days because when you get hit by the schedule, your body's got to be able to withstand you know you know the bumps and bruises, and if if not, you know guys get injured and you lose games.
0: Let Me ask you about the back to backs cuz you guys are are now 5 and 6 in them but it's odd because on the road you're 0 and 6 but at home you're 5 and 0. Can is there something you can put your finger on or is it just every night's different?
2: It's hard it's hard really to say because um you know I've been on teams in my past where um you know we've started out the season, you know, terrible. One year we started out 3 and 9 and um so you we were trying to figure it out and we were asking ourselves are we that bad and uh Really, when we looked at our schedule, we've ended up winning our division at the end of the year and won 50-plus games. And when we looked at our schedule uh, at the end of the season, we looked at those teams, and all those teams we played early in the year were good teams. And, you know, we caught them at the wrong time. So sometimes the schedule, based on who you play, sometimes just poses you, you know, some difficulties. So, you know, it's really hard to say why. Uh, but, you know, you want to, once you start getting those winning ways, you want to create that momentum going in the right direction so you can beat some teams that you know, our beat you earlier in the year.
1: Ray, your coach is on this morning and he was asked, you know, the two, anything stand out from this condensed uh, season. And one of the two things he said was the lack of practice time. You know, he wasn't, didn't realize when the season started how much it was going to affect this team. Do you agree with Doc that the lack of practice time has had an effect as you get into March?
2: Oh, it it, it hurts us a lot. Um, You know, one thing that people said going into the season at the this condensed schedule was going to help us uh, being an older team, but you know where it's hurt us is that we, we're, we're an older team in the sense of uh, the core group of guys. You know, you know me, Paul, Kevin, uh, but after that, everybody else is pretty much you know you know they're they're not even in the prime of their careers yet. So um, if we had a team, you know, you, you look at our team over the last two or three years, if we had you know seven or eight of our guys that we've had here in the time that I've been here would have been a different story because, you know, everybody knows the system defensively and offensively. But what we're doing now is, you know, you, you, you know, Brandon Bass has been playing well for us and uh, Chris Wilcox has been playing well for us. Those are two guys that we rely on, you know, uh, big defensively that are still learning exactly what we want to run, how we want to run it. And not to start off a of game, but also in the fourth quarter because of that execution down the stretch. You know, we've lost a lot of games not being, you know, on the same page. And that's, you know, building up, you know, our team chemistry again. And, you know, that's the, the difference in having new guys that we can't practice with, uh, you know, a great deal.
0: Well, right, you got a home game here on Friday. Then you got that beast, that two-week two, two week trip, eight games. But it's all on the road. I'm wondering, a lot's going to go on next week. The trade deadline is a week away. Is, is it good to be on the road? During all this chaos, and just sort of get out of town.
2: Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're gonna at hear all, it anyway. You know? <laughs> uh, well, you know, one thing as as, uh, as uh, players, we've done a great job. We always, I've done. I've noticed that, you know, in my time is that once you once you're you're in it, you, you kind of stay isolated from what is being said about your team. Like, you know, there's been a few guys that read what's going on in the newspaper or watch what's happening on TV. If you do that. As an athlete, you know it, you, you're looking for trouble because you're going to hear things that you don't want to hear. And uh, for us, we, we stay very insular. You know, we know in order to build this team greater and make ourselves better, we have to. You almost have to turn a deaf ear to what's going on out in uh, in public. And we got to build who we are greater inside because um, you know we've all been a part of trade rumors in in the, most of the in the course of our careers. And you know that doesn't make us better or worse. It just kind of what it is you know one one team could call and say hey i like this guy on your team you know what do you guys think about you know possibly making a, uh, a move with him and then somebody catch a wind of that and all of a sudden you're possibly being traded so you can't worry about it you know you got to continue to play basketball and, and focus on the guys that you have because you know we we should do a story on trades that were almost because <laughs> you know well, how would that what if Mm-hmm. shaped the landscape of the of the NBA uh, now today. So it's just part of, uh, part of
0: sports. See, it's interesting you say, like, you isolate yourself from all the talk because it seemed like last year when your name sort of came up in rumors, you, you, it looks like you elevated your game, and it almost seemed like you, you heard the rumors and you reacted on the court with your play.
2: No, I was just being me. <laughs> <That's the> true. <laughs> I, I didn't uh, – people, you know, for however amount of time um, – I've been in the league. People always ask me, you know, anytime somebody um, talks about trades. one one thing about a trade is, that, you know, most people look at it as a negative. But the one thing that I always uh, I take uh, solace in, in trade rumors is the fact that there are other people out there that appreciate who you are and like you and want you on their team. Um, I've heard a couple of people talk about, you know, other teams would love to have me play on their team. And I was like, that's always a great compliment. But I just need to make sure – continue to make sure that the team that I play for continues to want me on their team playing for them just the same.
1: Ray Allen joining us here. You mentioned that some guys read, some guys listen to the trade rumors. Inside this locker room this year, Ray, is there a lot of conversation heading into that week amongst the guys that that you're playing with with this team?
2: No, not at all. Not at all because, uh, you know, it's interesting. Like I was saying earlier, we're, we're so into Like you have friends that, you know, in like two, three weeks from the day, may ask for tickets to a game down the line. And, and you know, in our minds, we're so connected to what's going to happen in the immediate, uh, in the, the the next day or so. You're like, well, you know, call me in two weeks and, you know, like two or three days before and let me know because I, I can't mm-hmm. focus that far ahead. you got to stay in the moment. And uh, with us as uh, as players, that's what you do. You get in the locker room and you pay attention to what's going on right in front of you. Um, I, again, I've been on teams where, you know, I was I was never a part of a trade rumor in Milwaukee, and I was the one that got traded. You know, that's just you know, guys, GM teams, organizations. They in the in the eleventh the hour, they they want to pull the trigger because something comes on the table, and they want to do something to try to make sure um, they they're better in their team. So you never know; it's just part of the business. And and I think not only in in uh, basketball, but it's it goes that way in every sport.
0: See, I'm looking at your uh, the basketball reference, and it's like your player page. There's a picture of you with Milwaukee Bucks, 34, and you look the exact same. I mean, <laughs> that's why I want to ask you about the future. Like, how long do you think about It's amazing with the way you are. It's uh, pros pro, like everybody says. It looks like every year your game doesn't drop. Have you thought about your future and how long you want to play this game?
2: Um, actually, I, I just always, again, it's it's you You got to really stay in the moment. And um, I believe, honestly believe that uh, – Early in my career, you know, I'd say early in my life, I chose not to drink alcohol or be like this big, heavy party guy. And uh, I think now it's paying, you know, me uh, dividends, you know, towards the end of my career where I can continue to play and play at a level that I choose fit for myself, my game, and what I know and how to play this game of basketball. So there's never really a a day or a number of years that I put on. It's just, you know, I, I tell people I'm always on borrowed time because. I know a lot of guys in my class and, you know, some a lot younger than me that are gone already because they couldn't sustain playing this game and staying focused at, such a, uh, at the level that they want to play and at the level that, you know, the league uh, you know, wants us as players to play to. So it's, it's a blessing. And, you know, it's a privilege to play in this league. And, uh, you know, any years after this that I continue to play is, you know, it's, it's, it's fantastic for not only me but my family and the people who have followed me for a long time.
0: You know, one thing Doc said this morning was, he said, uh, coming into the season, he said it looked like a lot of players felt the lockout was going to go maybe a little bit longer and didn't come in the best of shape. Do you think that's one of the reasons why maybe we've seen some sloppy play here in the NBA early on?
2: No, um, I don't think it's necessarily because guys didn't come in shape. I just believe that, you know, the the lack of practice time, mm-hmm. you don't get a chance to own your, uh, your skill, you know, getting in there, shooting free throws, going over plays, execution-wise, like... Those things are big. When I was in my career, young, I used to always curse exhibition games. Like these exhibition games, I can't believe it. Like it just they suck, <laughs> you know. And and then as you get you know to a middle of your career, you're like, man, exhibition games. You know, I can't wait to get in them. You know, you make mistakes, miss free throws, turn the ball over, and then eight games in, you, you get to scrap it all and start to scratch. And so that's it's it's a huge it's a huge advantage you know, to be able to to have dress rehearsals and um, practice the same way. Like, of course, when I was young, I I love practice to compete. You know, practice was always, you know, it was always the time to put in your your hardest best work because when you start the game, the game is just like you don't have to think about it and it becomes easier because you practice harder. But when I was younger, I did that, but I didn't realize how much I would appreciate practice until you get thrown into the situations that we have for us uh, here this year.
1: You're fighting for a, a playoff spot, fighting there at the top of the division. Ray, do you feel like this is a, a true contender to be able to make a run at some point here in the Eastern Conference if you stay together as this group?
2: Yeah, I, I believe so. I mean, we have the talent uh, on this team. We just all have to make sure that we continue to fight pushing forward. Uh, one thing I've always known about about life is when you're good, you're, you're not far from being bad, and when you're bad, you're not far from, from being good. So, you know, anytime we've had a bad game, you know, you just small little things that keep us from getting over the top. And, you know, when you, you think you're good, you, you do things where you celebrate, you celebrate, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're on trying uh, time. So, you know, we're right there. Like, uh, you know, I don't know a place we're in. You know, the record doesn't matter as much as us building our great, good habits and, and, and starting to put together a string of victories. So we're, we're not far from where we want to be, but it's just catching fire. You know, when you it's tough sometimes when you lose games, you lose two or three in a row and you have some bad habits, you need to watch film and you see it. And then you you, you change some of those small habits, and all of a sudden next you know you won two, three, four in a row, and now you're on the 10-game win streak. So it can go both ways. And, uh, you know, even when you're losing, you can still have win habits and win that too. And I think, you know, that's what uh, we're building here in, in our locker room because we have guys that want to win and want to work
1: hard. Let's get you out on this. Does Doc have you guys practicing, watching tape in the next uh, couple hours? You're going you to sit down and watch uh, – your Huskies take on Syracuse at MSG.
2: Well, I have a multitude of things to do today. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm on my way to Connecticut right now because I'm uh, unveiling a computer lab at uh, Middle School in Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, so, you know, it's just a, a way that uh, me and my foundation, we have, uh, you know, finding ways to give back to the community. And, uh, you know, we also do the same thing in the Boston area. So today just have to be uh, the day that, uh, that I was able to do it because last week I was supposed to do it and I got sick. So. That's where I'm on my way to, so it's, uh, having an assembly with kids, and uh, you know, I'll definitely watch the Huskies uh, play today and, and definitely do what I need to do to make sure that we, we have a good win tomorrow So when we play against Portland.
1: yeah, I know the Ray of Hope Foundation uh, is a big part of what you do. It was great to uh, be a part of uh, your event over with Vitamin Water. A couple of months back, I know how much Ray of Hope means to you, and it sounds uh, like a pretty cool thing building a computer lab uh, for the kids in Connecticut, Ray. We appreciate the time. As always, we'll talk to you down the road. All right, thank right, you, There he is, Ray Allen, joining us here on the AT&T Hotline, AT&T 4G LTE with speeds up to 10 times faster than 3G AT&T. Rethink possible. Uh, we'll get back to your phone calls at 617-779-0850. I'm gonna get back into a football as well, because Chris Mortensen is going to join us at 1230. Mort broke the Peyton Manning story. We gave you the favorites earlier for who's going to land Peyton Manning. Our idea who the favorites are. Is there a sleeper team? out there. Sleeper team or two might be in the running for Peyton Manning services. Lou and I will give you our take. We'll get your phone calls next.